The Minnesota Wild pulled off a big win at home against the Carolina Hurricanes. We will discuss, plus we'll talk about what the Wild should do to help their Wild, uh, their defense rotation, and we'll preview the week to come today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into yet another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, Locked On Wild is available on your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode, Alex Micheletti joins us to recap the win over the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll also talk about what the Wild can do to try to get Alex Goligoski into the lineup a little more frequently, and we'll preview the upcoming matchups for the Wild here over the course of the next week. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And as mentioned, Alex Micheletti joins us today. And it is a victory Micheletti Monday. And so uh, we get to celebrate one of the few wins in the state of Minnesota over the weekends. Alex, uh, it was an exciting game against the Carolina Hurricanes. And there literally is no better way to write that up. You honor Alex Goligoski before the game. He gets the overtime winner, and uh, that ended up being, I think, the uh, the lone bright spot in the Minnesota sports landscape <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Um, you know, uh, the the guy. The only reason why he ends up being in the lineup is uh, because of that a thousandth game celebration. He's a seventh defenseman, um, and he gets the game winner. Uh, we have no idea why he was out there uh, in overtime. His parents said the same thing, which was which was really funny. And uh, um, after the game, and uh, yeah, it was poetic. Uh, it was it was really cool. Um, Kevin Gore, uh, great moment uh, with with Alex uh, interviewing him and capturing the moment and how emotional he was. And um, yeah, we can't forget about Sam Steele's uh, contributions to to even getting that game into overtime, scoring late um, and being the first line center, which was uh, uh, surprising, but uh, at least for one game, um, he stepped up and, uh, you know, got the game tying goal and then the game game tying assists uh, setting up Alex there, which was perfect. Um, So, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said on Twitter too, um, beating, being a team like Carolina, who's a Stanley cup contender is huge. And hopefully they can take that momentum into Wednesday night's game against the jets and, you know, get on a little winning streak here. Um, you, you mentioned, I think you, I think you hit it spot on with Goligoski is, you know, he's in a tough spot and he, he did mention that it's been difficult to be the, uh, the odd man out for this decor, uh, so far this season, but you look at the group that is, is out there on the ice and you've got, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen, those guys never come off the ice. No. Nope. You got Jake Middleton, who is probably the best and most consistent wild defenseman so far this season. He's not coming off the ice. So the spots in which he's going to be able to go into the lineup are for Matt Dumba, and to this point, he has not come off the ice. Uh, Kalen Addison, who we would prefer not come off the ice, 
and John Merrill. So it's tricky to try to come up with some sort of consistent playing time for him. I mean, I would be in favor of after yet another kind of uneven game from Dumba in which he, uh, I don't I don't really know what happened with that puck that got past him for the two on one for the Hurricanes goal. Mm-hmm. Um, took a penalty late in the game, and that just continues to be a trend. So I don't know if you give Dumba a healthy scratch for a game just to kind of get his give him a chance to take a breath. But there really aren't that many opportunities for him to uh, to consistently get into the lineup. Yeah, it, it, it's really tough. Uh, you know, Kalen Addison really didn't play like the last 12 minutes of, of the game. Um, but if you scratch him, uh, then your power play, you know, even though it is kind of a mess right now, he's he's been quarterbacking that power play PP1. So it's like, what what do you do? I guess move Spurgeon uh, there if if uh, if Kalen gets scratched on Wednesday. We we hope not. Um you know, Goligoski at this stage in his career is is more of, uh, you know, the defensive defenseman. Um, and, you know, that kind of fits, you know, John Merrill's, um, uh, you know, spot. But John Merrill's been decent too. So it's it makes it really tough. And you would prefer not to do 11-7 a lot. Um, <laughs> that clearly led to a, two, you know, confusion, you know, with the oh. too many men penalty. <laughs> um and, you know, thank goodness uh, Carolina did not take advantage of that. Uh, Carolina kind of fell asleep after the first period, too, um, and which which was good because, you know, Carolina can score a ton of goals. And so uh, credit to the Wild for making it a boring game. <laughs> and uh, Gustafson didn't have to do too much. So, um, yeah, so it was a credit to their D for at least for one night. Yeah, most definitely. And that's another good point to bring up about the 11-7 rotation is I the wild have done it two games this year Mm -hmm. I think they've taken three too many men on the ice penalties because they did they had one in the first game yep and they had two nearly three (laughs) against Carolina it's like you just (laughs) it screws everything (sighs) up I just guys aren't used to it they don't know who's gonna double shift and uh you know just D pairings are kind of out of whack too when you have to figure out what you're going to do with seven defensemen and then get a guy like Kalen Addison, who's just sitting there forever. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it causes chaos. It, it causes a lot of chaos, which is why I'm glad that some of the injury news for the wild is starting to trend in a positive direction. It sounds like Jordan Greenway is hopefully going to be ready to come back at some point this week. And from the sounds of it, Marc-Andre Fleury is progressing as well. So that's a plus because there just has been so much line chaos mm-hmm. so far this year. It gets it gets hard for a team to really get anything put together and move forward. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that because I did want to get your thoughts on Sam Steele's performance and if he can stick as that one C for this team until uh, at least Ryan Hartman is ready to return. So we'll talk a little bit more about what we're seeing from the roster right now as we uh, decompress the win against the Hurricanes. And then, as mentioned, we will talk about the upcoming week as well. All of that and more 
coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you're going to want to take a listen to this. Right now, Locked on Wild listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you will not want to miss it. Whether you are a first-time home buyer trying to give yourself a little peace of mind with a great and up-to-date security system, or a longtime homeowner looking to upgrade yours, Simply Safe can do that for you. And Simply Safe has been rated the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row, so their quality is second to none. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from SimpliSafe to capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. SimpliSafe is a whole home security system with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Don't miss out on your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't delay or you will miss this amazing offer. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories, the biggest games, the biggest reactions, all in one place. Locked on Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge. Seth Topol and Alex Micheletti joining uh, to recap the win against the Carolina Hurricanes, and to move us forward here to what's to come for the week. Alex, you mentioned Sam Steele getting a chance to play on the top line. He scored the game-tying goal. Is he going to be able to stick at 1C for this wild team for the foreseeable future, or is this a team that is still in search of the the player that can – fill that role and just run with it. I mean, Sam Steele, he, he was a, we, we can't forget. He was a first round draft pick. Um, so, um, I, I can't see it lasting long term, but, um, you know, we'll see if he can continue, uh, uh, to make progress, uh, you know, and, and see if he can be consistent that that's been his issue in the NHL is the consistency factor. Um, you know, he was great late um, in that Carolina game, and uh, we'll see if he can build the momentum. And he's clearly a, a skilled guy. Um, you know, the the pass he made to Goligoski was fantastic. You know, fantastic, a little saucer pass um, to him, and um, you know, great shot to to beat the young Russian Carolina goalie who was fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, um, it's all about consistency in this league, and. Um, you know, if, if he doesn't show it, then you got a guy in, in Freddie who's, uh, you know, who, who's, who's handled that spot. Um, and, 
you know, is a really good defensive center. Um, yeah. For uh, Capri Soften Zuccarello. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Freddie B move back there soon, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if Sam can, can do it on Wednesday. And you know, the, the thing I think that we're finding out uh, from this team, obviously the scoring has been a struggle, but you look at these guys that I think going beyond this season can play meaningful minutes in that bottom six, I mean, Connor Dewar, Mason Shaw, Brandon Duhame, Nick Patan got a chance against the Carolina Hurricanes and had some uh, some nice moments. Sam Steele. You've got a bunch of guys that when it gets back to kind of getting those top two lines solidified, you've got guys that can fill that bottom role. It's just you have so many of them that are being asked to step up and to be maybe a little more than they are normally and yeah i i think we've we've found plenty of guys that that give you that grit and that grind mentality just maybe not the scoring oh 100 percent. i was gonna mention that we uh there's a uh there's a lot of guys in this lineup um that are playing in roles they've never been in um and so uh this should help them you know later in the season and and the, the the big key is uh, is Ryan Hartman. Um, you know, is he going to be out for the season, or are they going to get him back? Um, if they get him back, uh, then you know, then the guys that are trying to fill top six spots can can move back down to to what they're used to and being in the bottom six, like you mentioned, and um, getting a uh, a guy like Greenway back a hundred percent full time will do wonders because then they can reunite uh, with uh, with Eck and, and Felino. And when that, as we've, as we've talked about numerous times on, on the pod is uh, uh, when that line is going, it's their best line, no doubt. Um, they wear teams out and it, you know, leads to the top line, you know, dominating and getting uh, <laughs> some, you know, some scoring chances because you're wearing out those defensemen too and, and creating power play opportunities. And so, um, yeah, we would really hope to uh, see that line get, get, get back to what they were doing and, and driving the bus, um, so to speak. And uh, yeah, and just getting everybody back into comfortable roles. I thought one of the most hilarious moments and in, in the Carolina game was Brandon Duhame. Uh, <laughs> he drew the penalty, uh, but he also took, uh, you know, the stick uh, and, uh, and then caused it to be four and four, which was, which was entertaining, but uh, it's nice to see Brandon a hundred percent too, because he plays with so much energy um, and is an important player for this wild team in the bottom six. Uh, he might not always be scoring, but uh, he brings a physicality that not a lot of the other guys on on the team you know, bring. And uh, he's there to step in for, for teammates when, when need be uh, same with Mason, Mason Shaw. Um, you know, he doesn't have a ton of experience, but he's, uh, he stood up a couple of times for teammates and uh, has scored some, some nice goals for, for this team. And now has earned a role permanently um, at least uh, for the meantime. So yeah, it's uh it's an interesting lineup right now and guys are moving around and uh, hopefully soon we can get some more set spots. Yeah, 100%. And I, I had to laugh cause I, I had a tweet uh, ready to go about Brandon Duhame because I was going to say, you know, he's having another one of those games. He's drawn two penalties and has put the Wild 
in opportunities to try to uh, to get the equalizer, and then and, and I didn't even notice it right away because he did right. such a job of trying to hide it. <laughs> yes. The replay was the best. <laughs> to where all I could do, all I could do was laugh. Like I just, I, I saw it and I'm like, "Oh, you, you maniac, <laughs> little trickster!" But no, that's yeah. He brings, he brings the energy. He brings the just the juice when he's in because he's one of those guys. He battles. For every puck, he gives you the physicality. I think I don't think it's any coincidence that the appearance of the grief line has at least been back over the last couple of games because of him stepping mm-hmm. in with Erickson Eck and Marcus Foligno. Now, it's not maybe at the same level as with Jordan Greenway, but it at least looked somewhat close to what we saw previously because of what he was able to bring in. So, yeah, we just... Just need to get the lineup back to where it was, put players back to where they are more comfortable playing, and let uh, let things kind of figure themselves out from there. Um, and then hopefully the the goals will follow. Yeah, hundred um, percent, man. Like like we mentioned uh, before, this uh, homestand started. Uh, there's some really good teams that. They are going to be continuing to play, uh, especially this week. We'll, we'll we'll preview it here in a little bit, but uh, they're going to have to score. Um, you know, and they, it's been kind of a struggle scoring for this team, and so uh, they need to get the power play back on track here. Hopefully, um, you know, it seemed like they had it fixed, and then it then it's been on been on a struggle. Um, the, the they fixed the penalty kill. The penalty kill's been great, um, and so. Um, you know, special teams is going to, again, be crucial this week. Um, so yep. we'll see, we'll see if, you know, this nice little break until Wednesday, I think is, is really nice. Um, you don't really see it too often on a homestand, uh, this big of a break, but, uh, uh, they'll take it, uh, you know, hopefully have Jordan, uh, be ready to go on Wednesday, which would be super nice. Yeah. That would go a long way towards a team that, uh, is pesky and a team that the wild have plenty of history against, And so we will take a look at the three teams the Wild will face this week as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for sports betting info plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer, to eSports, they have it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segments of today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeddy. The Winnipeg Jets coming in to XL Energy Center on Wednesday. And uh, Winnipeg is off to a good start. Rick Bonus taking over for the Jets. No captains for Winnipeg this season. Uh, so some changes made to a <laughs> Winnipeg team that I think, by and large, really underperformed last year. 
So they uh, they are playing with a head of steam, but I think the biggest key for them, Connor Hellebuck, back to his old tricks for the Jets this year, comes in with a goals against average of 2.07, a save percentage of 935. And so for a team that just got a big win against the Carolina Hurricanes, offense still trying to kind of figure things out, you now get to contend against Connor Hellebuck back on his form to start the week. Yeah, it's uh, these these games against the Jets always are. They always seem super intense, um, high scoring. We saw it last year happen a couple times, um, and you know they still have Blake Wheeler, um, so he's gonna uh, probably have a ton of people there at the X on Wednesday. Um, and Mark Shifley always seems to be a pain in the, in, in the rear end. Um, and, uh, you know, they have some solid defensemen too. Um, you know, there'll be a homecoming for Nate Schmidt too. Um, and, uh, Pionk. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, you know, it, the, the points are hard to come by in this central division. Um, you know, we've, we've seen, you know, teams, you know, all over the map, uh, you know, see St. Louis is, is back in a, in a playoff spot in the wild card spot going six games in a row. And so, yeah, the wild are going to have to keep pace with uh, teams like St. Louis and, and Winnipeg here. Um, and uh, Winnipeg is going to be w- without one of their top six forwards and Nikolai Ehlers who just had sports hernia surgery. So that's, that's a big loss for them. Um, so we'll, we'll see, um, see how they handle that. Um, but you know, they have, they've had other guys step up, uh, Cole Perfetti's having a really good, uh, you know, season, um, as a young rookie and, um, they still have a guy like Pierre-Luc Dubois too. And so, yeah, the, the names, uh, are, are endless on this Jets team too. Um, and, uh, with Hellebuck, um, you know, he's, he wants to get himself back in the Vesna kind of race. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see, um, you know, uh, there's a chance maybe that they get flurry back the wild, um, which would be really nice um, uh, because he was on a really good stretch here too. So we'll yeah. see if they can get him, you know, for the uh, next couple of home games or not. What a bizarre uh, season stat line for Hellebuck against the mm-hmm. wild last season. First two games of the year for him against the wild. He gave up 10 goals he then recorded a shutout against the Wild in February and then uh, ended up with a win in which he gave up three goals. So 10 goals, 10 goals in the first two games, both at the X, three goals in the second two, both on the road. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be real, really interesting. Um they need to step, stay out of the box. Winnipeg's ha- Winnipeg has, like I said, all the names I mentioned. Uh, uh, they do have some firepower offensively, and so um, you know, just don't try to um, you know fall for their antics. Um, and uh, yeah, it should be should be a very entertaining game. Their fans always travel. Um, so I'm sure we'll see a lot of uh, Jets jerseys uh, at the X for sure. Uh, Hellebuck also two and two on the road so far. Goals against average of 3.17 at home, 6-2 with a 1.38. So hopefully a little (laughs) home magic will help. You get that, and then for the encore, the Minnesota Wilds get a chance to host the Toronto Maple Leafs, a team who has no shortage of firepower, but a team who it seems like always 
is under firepower for underperforming. And uh, this year's no exception. Yeah, it's a, it's a really weird team. Um, you know, they decided this year to go uh, with Matt Murray um, and he immediately got hurt and now is back. Um, but the Toronto Maple Leafs Achilles heel has always been goaltending. Um, and so um, that, that should be an interesting game. I'm sure it'll be high scoring too. Um, and, you know, uh, the fans uh, will be entertained to see Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, Morgan Riley, uh, John Tavares, you know, the, the names go on and on with, with the amount of firepower they have. So that should be an entertaining game. The, you know, the game, you know, against them last year was entertaining went to a shootout. So yeah, it'll be, uh, be super fun. And, and again, Toronto is another fan base that travels very well. So I'm sure we'll see, um, you know, some Canadian, uh, uh, Maple Leafs fans uh, uh, down here, and uh, yeah, interesting couple of games versus a couple of Canadian teams. I remember that game vividly because the Wild got out to a three nothing lead, and so they they score the first two goals. They score the third, and it just it feels like they just have landed a haymaker. It feels like they landed a heavy blow against the Maple Leafs because they like after they gave up that third goal. For a little while, they were playing like they wanted no part of what was going on at the XL Energy Center. And then you blink, and it's 3-3, and you're headed to a shootout. And so it's a dangerous team that is capable mm-hmm. of very quickly putting multiple goals on the board. And it'll be it'll be interesting. And that's not even, that's not even the end of the week because you get Winnipeg, you get... Toronto and then after that you get the toughest test of the week oh wait no it's Arizona <laughs> yeah I mean uh, it's it'll, after facing those two high uh, uh, high powered offenses it'll be a little different against Arizona really young team trying to figure things out um, and you know hopefully hopefully the wild can get some momentum, get some, you know, wins against two quality opponents. And then you get Arizona and, um, you know, to, to go on a four game winning streak would be amazing. We'll, we'll see. It's going to be tough to do, but, um, you know, it'd be so nice for the, the for the fans. And like uh, Alex Galagoski mentioned, you know, he, uh, in his interview with, with uh, Gorg, he said, stick with us fans. Uh, we need you. So, um, you know, it's been a struggle at home for the wild. Um, and so, um, it'd be really nice to, to get, you know, get the, the fan base some wins for sure at home. Well, and then you look at Arizona's schedule and it's a four game road trip for them. Actually, no, I take that. I take that back. They're in the midst of this can't be right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen games in a row on the road. And so the week for the Coyotes, this is before they get to the Wild. At Nashville, at Carolina, at Detroit. And then they finish the week at the Minnesota Wild on Sunday. And then after that, they go at LA, at Vancouver, at Calgary, at Edmonton. They are going to be, they're going to have nothing left by the time that trip it, is done. It's it's tough. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, especially you know um, with the rink they play at, the smallest rink too, and then 
all all the traveling and all all these really good teams uh it's 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 tough it's tough to be at the bottom of the central division for sure um you know we see teams like chicago and in arizona what they have you know what, what they're trying to contend with against teams with so much more talent than them um you know it, it it's got to be tough on the coaching staffs too yeah um, yeah, a lot of a lot of young guys, you know, trying to figure out their way in the NHL, and the NHL is brutal. Um, you know, teams do not care how many injuries you have, or if you're playing on a back to back, and um, you got to go out there and play uh, no matter what, and uh, um, you really earn your wins in this league for sure. Yeah, <laughs> anybody I'm... can beat anybody in this league um, if you don't show up. I'm a, I apologize for my look of absolute perplexion because I had decided to scroll down further into the Arizona Coyotes schedule for this year. Yeah. And at the end of the season, they play three of their final five games against the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's like the NFL too, like where they, they, you play somebody before a bye and then you come back and play that same team after a bye. It's like, we just, we just played you. It makes makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> so whoever whoever in the NHL scheduling, whoever determined that that that's uh, that's very strange. Yeah, and they play them three times in the span of a week. At and it's at Seattle. It's at Seattle on a Monday, at Seattle on a Thursday, then home against the Ducks, and then home against Seattle. I don't know. I don't know why I fixed on that, but that is just that's that kind of reminds me. Remember last season when Winnipeg had to play a meaningless game where it didn't, where, where it got postponed because of a snowstorm, and they still played it. Probably, uh, I guess the reasoning was you know for guys that maybe had bonuses, and yeah, stuff like that. But it, it was an absolute meaningless game, you know. And the playoffs had started, um, you know, which. It was just super strange, for sure. Yeah, the there was like the first first playoff <laughs> series had started, and it's like, but wait, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> we got a regular season. Oh, that had no meaning. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> like, so I'm yeah, assuming I'm assuming Arizona is just going to stay out there the whole week. I I think yeah, it'd probably be you know the funny years uh, team bonding. So yeah. Um, good city to be in, I guess, but you know, strange circumstances. Yeah, we'll we'll leave all of that schedule discussion to locked on coyotes. I don't know. It just <laughs> it just hit my brain and I was like, that's weird. But anyway, the wild yeah. will finish the week against the Arizona Coyotes, and so we'll see how they do between now and then. That will do it for today's episode of Locked On Wild. Now that your first listen is done. Make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, which features the biggest games, the biggest stories, the biggest reactions, all in one place. You can find Locked On Sports Today on your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge, just like Locked On Wild. So if you're listening for the first time today, or if you're a long-time listener, make sure you are following along with us throughout the course of the season by subscribing on YouTube and turning notifications on so you don't miss out on any new videos or following us on your favorite podcast platforms. We are keeping you as up-to-date as is possible on the Minnesota Wild with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.